0: This is A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends, a podcast ministry of Somebody Cares America, being a tangible expression of Christ in a hurting world. Perseverance is defined as steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. In other words, to persevere in our leadership, we need persistence, staying power, patience, diligence, and commitment. One of the mottos of my personal life has been that my desire to win or succeed must be greater than my moment of pain or challenge. I'm often reminded of this in my personal life and through the life lessons I try to learn through every life experience It has now become part of my life message. I remember years ago in one of my books that uh, quote Dr. Edwin Lewis Cole, the founder of the Christian Men's Network, he said, Fame can come in a moment, but greatness comes with longevity. There it is again, that longevity, that place of persistence, that place of perseverance. In fact, in the context of life and the annals of individual history, there are circumstances, events, and friendships that mark milestones along each way. Circumstances and events can leave their impact for good or for bad in our lives. It can cause change in direction and even character, and they're unforgettable. People make impressions that are indelible in our lives, They inspire and motivate, or they can demean and diminish our desire and our ambitions. When a person comes along whose example others are encouraged to emulate, or one who attempts to do greater things than, than have ever been dreamed or imagined, that person is a leader. Some people simply happen to influence. Leaders determine to influence. And might I add, leaders are persevering in their leadership that no matter what circumstances, adversity, or adversaries come along the way, They have an ability to look past the circumstance and look to the place of their destination. I know in a previous podcast I've talked about uh, unexpected detours or challenges. We've got to have the ability to look past what we're going through and to keep our hearts and our eyes and our vision of hope on the place that we want to go or, or we're going to. Time like light makes things manifest and given enough time, the real character of a man or a woman will become known through their thoughts, words, and actions. In other words, time does prove who we really are. Again, time like light makes things manifest. It takes time, and perseverance is a part of us taking the place of patience and and purposefulness, steadfastness, to know that we're going through the circumstance that we might be confronted with, but we are keeping a vision of destination and a vision of hope. I've shared or alluded to in the past about the art of kintsugi. It's a Japanese term. The art of kintsugi uh, has become known as, and, and in the context of even today's podcast, that that God can take our brokenness in life and turn it into something good, even better, because there's value that comes out of brokenness. In in the word of art, art of kintsugi, you can Google it or find out more information about it. But it, it's it's the taking pottery and the in taking uh, teacups and taking pottery and when they break, rather than discarding them. They use either uh, gold or silver to begin to mend it. So on the external look or view of that, that pottery or that teacup, it looks like you can tell it's been broken, but yet it's been replaced with silver or gold, meaning the actual value out of brokenness is even greater than the original piece of the pottery or the cup. And the same is true for each and every one of us. We go through times in our lives where there has been challenges, but we have to trust that God can take us into a place of greater value even out of our brokenness. In fact, in the English Standard Version of Job chapter 23, verse 10, it says, But he knows the way I take. When he has tried me, I shall come out as gold. In fact, just recently, I was talking to some leaders and encouraging them about Daniel chapter 11, verse 32, where it says, Those that know their, sh- their God shall do great exploits. That word is Y-A-D-A, yada. And yet, we tend to forget to go to the next verse or two, where it says, When those who teach you fall... And that's interesting because we've seen just a, a shaking in our culture, shaking in the church, shaking in, our, in, in every institution. Uh, natural and earthly shakings are taking place, institutional shakings. The only thing we know that will last after all the shaking can be shaken is is the unshakable kingdom of our God. And that's what we need to invest in, the foundations of God's principles and His Word, that no matter what goes on around us, what shakings come, that we'll be able to outlast them all because we've built on the proper foundations, as I've shared in the past, of the foundations of the Lord. In fact, I like this, what the founder of Liberty University, Jerry Falwell, once wrote. He said, I have never known God to use a discouraged person. That is so true. And in fact, the book of Hebrew repeatedly addresses that same important issue. It tells us how to receive encouragement from the Lord and also exhorting us to encourage one another in the Lord. In fact, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12, uh, chapter 12, verse 12 through 13, it says, Strengthen the hands which which hang low, or hang down, and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but neither uh, but uh, rather be healed. In other words, let me say that again. In Hebrews twelve, verse twelve, Hebrews twelve, verse twelve through thirteen, strengthen the hands which hang down, and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet, so that what is lame may not be dislocated, but ne- but rather be healed. That same principle is true. when We consider even the art of kintsugi, or the context of what I'm trying to say here, is that no matter what circumstance comes our way, no matter what we go through as King David used to do, is encourage himself in the Lord. God can take our place of challenge, can take our place of brokenness, take that place of discouragement, encourages us in himself, and can take and bring value even out of the broken things in our lives. There are circumstances that we all go through in life. I know each and every one of you have gone through situations. I've gone through situations in my life. And yet it cannot determine our future because we can't change our past, but the decisions we make every day does determine our future. As Dr. Edwin Lewis Cole used to also say, that champions are not those who never fail, but those who never quit. Winners only see where they're going, not what they're going through. So it's important for us not to shrink back in our trials or shrink back in the challenges that we go through, but to keep our eyes fixed on the destination of what God has put in our hearts to do. The world really needs examples today, and he needs examples of, of people like yourself and myself who can learn to walk in the fullness of Godhead bodily and to walk and be encouraged in the Lord and then no matter what situation or circumstance we go through, the life experiences we have can become a life lesson that becomes part of a powerful life message for the future. Another word that that I've come to enjoy out of the Japanese word is wabi-sabi. No, that's not the word wasabi like the green mustard that goes on sushi, but the word wabi-sabi. And it's to find beauty in imperfection. And wabi-sabi, the Japanese term, means a way of living that focuses on finding beauty within the imperfections of life and accepting peacefully the natural cycle of growth and decay. It has come to mean beauty and imperfection, wisdom and natural simplicity, beauty of things imperfect, impertinent and incomplete. Let me give you an example, even as I shared, I think, in the past, that uh, one time when I was speaking at the National uh, Christian Men's Network at the the end of 2018, I was the starting speaker, the kickoff speaker for the International Conference, and that night T.D. Jakes was speaking, and he said something that really resonated with me. He said, sometimes you can look in the mirror and you see the the gray hairs, you see the change, the wrinkles. And he he said, and he had to look at himself one time, he says, you're not the man you used to be. You can't do what you used to do, but that doesn't mean you can't be who God's called you to be for tomorrow, tomorrow's man. And really it resonated because it's so true, even in my own life. You know, we we tend to you know look at what we our idea of success is. Who's on the front of Forbes magazine, or the written up in Wall Street Journal, or the, some finance magazine, or or what it, true success is. We think is what how much you can accumulate or acquire in your bank or in property and things and stuff. Or beauty is is really what we think is. When you look at who's on the cover of the newest beauty magazine, and the idea of what that means, that society is determining what beauty beauty or success is. But the word wabi-sabi is a good word, I believe, of course, I was born in Japan, my mother was Japanese, and I love this word, because it's the ability to see beauty out of what may not be natural beauty or success, to find value, not of what others would see valuable, but we begin to see even the beauty in aging. So as they say, a fine wine, you can tell by, it's not, it's in the early stages, but a wine gets better as it gets older, or it's been around longer. Well, the same is true would be for us at it- that there's much wisdom that comes in 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 age. Those who've gone before us, that we don't need to look at aging or those who are senior in their in their age as somehow they're a burden. They're not. They are valuable. It's it's the whole beauty in in decay, or beauty in even aging, beauty in what seems to be imperfect in the eyes of man. And God doesn't look at what's on the outside. He looks at the value of the character. As I said earlier, time like light makes things manifest given enough time the true character of an individual man or woman is made known and time proves individuals and I think there's something of the value of of those who are aging and those who are, are wise because of what they've learned. See, wisdom isn't just because of the good things we've learned. Wisdom is wisdom nonetheless, even if we if we learn from the bad things and experiences we've had in life. So, through the idea of the art of kintsugi, we can find value out of the brokenness and challenges we've been through. But we can also find wabi sabi in finding beauty and even what seems to be imperfect in the eyes of man. So it's not having the most money having a more property it's not about uh, having no blemish on your face and feeling like you're you're never going to age the reality is we can enjoy the beauty of age and the beauty of uh, that even is in the imperfections in the eyes of man because what God sees is his perfect perfect work going on and working in us and through us to bring value and beauty to others you know here's an example have you ever been around a person Maybe uh, you might remember this when you were in, in junior high and high school or college or even years ago, uh, and, and, and even come around people today. You, there are certain people who may not, they may have blemishes on their appearance, but there's something beautiful about them. They radiate, they, they emulate this beauty, this glow, even though they may not be perfect. They're not a number 10, or they're not Miss Universe, or they may not be Mr. Olympia, but there's something about them that you like because the character goes with who they are and it becomes a part of who they are and it radiates from the essence of their soul and their spirit that brings an attractiveness about them even though they may not have the perfection of the lack of blemish or they may not have all the money in the world they may not have all the successes of man but there's something about a successful person is not based on what they have or acquire but on the character of who they are Uh, you know, there's stories of individuals who may not have limbs, and yet they don't let the lack of their physical uh, inhibitors keep them from succeeding and being something great. I was just recently at the uh, swearing in and in the inaugural celebration and swearing in of, of governor uh, the Governor of Texas. And when he was an, uh, a young man in law school, he ended up having an accident and a tree fell on him and he became uh, in a wheelchair broken back broken uh, broken back and has been in a wheelchair ever since. That did not stop him from being very successful. He's the governor of the state of Texas. He is one who has not let his situations limit him from all that he could and can and will still be. The same is true for others that, that uh, all over the world you can find people who may have physical setbacks, but they don't let those physical setbacks keep them from being the success that God has intended them to be. In fact, if God be for us, who can be against us, Correct. So getting back to uh, the importance of, of even who we are, if we allow discouragement uh, to knock the wind out of us, it becomes a powerful and depressing drug, drug in our lives. In fact, Proverbs, 11, Proverbs 13 verse 12 says, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. What we need is to maintain our vision of hope and destination, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12, verse uh, 1 and 2 says, Fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy set before him. It's important for us, dear friends, that we don't give up. Uh, Giving up and allowing discouragement to suck the wind out of us keeps us from ever getting to our destination. May we keep be encouraged and find faith and confidence in the Lord. May we open our hearts to encouragement for, uh, from our fellow brothers and sisters. And even more important, let us be encouraged uh, in the Lord's, uh, the Lord's presence, even as King David encouraged himself in the Lord. In my own life, I've seen a strong connection between discouragement and a loss of hope. And that's why it's so important to keep our eyes fixed on God's faithfulness rather than our circumstances or our lack of abilities. Hebrews 10, uh, verse 23 is a good example to read. Our hope needs to be anchored in God and His unchanging promises in the unseen realm. Uh, in fact, the presence behind the veil is what Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19 talks about. If we're going to see the kind of revival that our hearts have been longing for, if we're going to see lasting success, then we have to get past allowing situations and people and circumstances dictate to us who we are we're not limited by physical ailments or limitations we're not limited by what we have or don't have we're not limited by those things we're only limited by our own attitudes in fact um, albert einstein once said weakness of attitude will always become a weakness of character it's important for us to have a right attitude the beatitudes of the lord not the attitudes of the flesh another word that i love in the in fact let me get back to wabi-sabi just for a moment because it also can meet can, at times we may be confronted with imperfect circumstances yet through Christ you and I can find a perfect love greater than words a strength and a joy that is unspeakable a peace that surpasses human comprehension or understanding and a vision of hope beyond what we may see at the moment of time this other word that I, I remember going through the, uh, the, the Holocaust Museum, and they happened to uh, host uh, Japanese, uh, the Art of Gaman, and they did a display there. And there's lessons we can get from the Art of Gaman as well. Uh, Japanese, another Japanese word, finding honor, respect nobility and dignity in patience even through adversities again that word perseverance coming back to our perseverance and our persevering leadership the ability to press in and not withdraw and to retreat it's also another word we can use, and a term I use often with my own family and friends. Let's learn to take the high road even through those who have done something wrong to us. Because oftentimes, we are inhibited for our future, into our future, because we are harboring for unforgiveness or bitterness by what somebody or circumstances have done to us. And we, we stay there. We stay camped in the past. And we're not allowing ourselves to be free in Christ to move to our future. So the example from the lessons from the art of Gaman is this, finding honor, respect, nobility, and dignity, and patience, even through adversity, in other words, persevering through whatever we go through. Take the high road, because every adversity is an opportunity for God to show himself even greater. We must walk with honor, respect, nobility, and dignity in Christ, even through adversities, and I've always said to my friends that are in leadership in different cities and around, you know, in civil civil government, to uh, police chiefs, to to those who have served as mayors, to those who are pastors, business leaders, whenever they're going through a challenge, I always encourage them with something I try to apply. And look, it's easier said than done, but I try to apply. And it's this art of gamon, kind of example, or really, it's a biblical example. Is to don't let those circumstances or even people inhibit us from being who God's called us to be. Because if Christ before you, and Christ before me, then we will always, always, always outlast our adversaries and our adversities. If you keep a right spirit, keep a right attitude. Don't let your circumstance or individuals dictate to who you are. Don't have a knee-jerk reaction but stay in that place of the the peace of God ruling in your heart, umpiring in your heart, then we will come to that place where we can have that that, uh, perfect love that is greater than words. We can have that strength and joy that's unspeakable. We can have that peace that surpasses human understanding and keeping a vision of hope beyond what we may see at the moment. So walk with that honor. Uh, Don't let adversity or adversaries rob you of your joy or keeping the attitude of the Lord Walk in honor, respect, nobility, and dignity in Christ, even through your adversities. Uh, is also uh, comes to mean a Japanese term, that, which means enduring the seemingly unbearable with patience and dignity. The term is generally translated as perseverance. Again, that word perseverance. Perseverance, again, what I said earlier in this podcast, is defined as steadfastness in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. To persevere in your leadership, to persevere in your life, we need persistence, staying power, patience, diligence, and commitment. And more than that, we need to have a desire to win that's greater than our moments of challenge or difficulty or pain. And the way we do that as believers in Christ is fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. What an example to us as Paul says, follow me or imitate me as I, as, as I imitate Christ. When we keep our eyes on the Lord, we can overcome any situation. Even situations seem more uh, unbearable. I know that there's nothing more debilitating than a wounded or broken heart. Some of those listening today, maybe you've gone through times of of a broken relationship, a broken heart, disappointed, disillusioned, uh, you're distracted from what you know is in your heart to do because some, someone hurt you, or or maybe you went through a situation, you lost a job, or you were not, you're overlooked for a promotion, whatever those circumstances are, don't let your situation be it physical, emotional, mental, uh, financial, don't let those things inhibit you from the fullness of God's intended purpose for your life, because again, God is for you, and He can take you through every Situation. In fact, another word that comes generally translated in, in this word perseverance with the, the the art of gaman is this. It's uh, it's patience, perseverance, tolerance, self denial, or what some would call deferred gratification. Sometimes we have to look at the, at, the, at the situations we're going through and realizing we can maybe try to we might win a battle, but we lose the whole war. There's something far bigger if God is for you, who can be against you? let God be your vindicator. let God be the one working with you and help him overcome your fears insecurities, challenges, hurts, and brokenness for God can take you out of what seems to be an unbearable moment in your life any suffering, uh, any any challenges let god help you through those situations because he has a high capacity to help us to endure through whatever may be we may be confronted with in fact gaman is also described as a virtue an ethos a trait it means to do one's best in even distressed times and to maintain self-control and discipline i'm ready for revival how about you what we need today more than ever is courageous and godly and persevering leaders, those who have, uh, have put their, their, their hearts deep into consecration, the plumb line of the Lord, not swayed by the, by the swings of societal pendulums that go on around us. Don't let the news, don't let television, don't let external influencers, don't let circumstances dictate you who you are. Because in Christ, you can be who he called you to be, do what he's called you to do, and help you to overcome every obstacle or circumstance, including it, be it physical, mental, emotional, financial, relational, whatever it may be. God has a plan greater than your moments of challenge. In some of my leadership ch- uh, seminars or teachings, I've often shared the story of how at least six other sh- uh, ships other than the Titanic were warned about the p- icebergs in the in, that were in the path. Yet the Titanic chose not to receive the warnings. And we know that that as as one once said, as one of the builders arrogantly said, not even God himself could sink the ship, the Titanic. And, And that complacent attitude ended up costing over 1,500 lives. Let us stay humble. Let us heed God's challenges and hear God's voice who called us to do something greater than we could ever do on our own. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, And let us heed the warnings around us. Don't let the world dictate to you who you are, for God has something far greater for you. Who knows? Perhaps a revival will be sparked in your life or my life in a way that the Holy Spirit can do something so profound and so restorative and in such renewal that we can see in a suddenly moment our generation touched we can see the nations impacted, and we can see the nation in which we live. I live in the United States. I pray that God will do such a deep work that no politician, no preacher themselves, no institution can do, but the Lord can do in a suddenly moment. He can bring out of our challenges, out of our brokenness, out of our inhib- inhibitions, out of our imperfections, God can do something so valuable and so beautiful with His wisdom and His might that we will see and look to the goodness of God in the land of the living. So I encourage you today, uh, keep your eyes fixed on the Lord. Be a part of God's unshakable kingdom. And remember, God hasn't forgotten his promises for you. God wants to do something even greater than ever before. You may not do what you used to do. You may not be who you used to be. But find the beauty in who you are today through Christ because God is constantly doing a work in each and every one of us. And it doesn't matter how many wrinkles. It doesn't matter what the world says is perfect or successful or what the world says is beautiful. See it the way God sees you and know that you're, if you're young or old, if we walk in humility and the true reverential fear of the Lord and a deeper consecration in him, we'll have a higher expectation in him and to be able to do greater things through him and him through us. Amen. God bless you. Until next time, thanks for joining in for today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org or by texting your donation amount to 805-422-7348. Please join us again for A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends.